Come on, if that's your prayer, why don't you lift up your voice? Hallelujah, Lord, that's why I'm coming to this house. I want to be in your presence. God, we want to worship in your presence. We want to dance in your presence, God. We want to, amen, get, get in, 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 in prayer, God, in your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to encounter you. We want to be in proximity with you. Somebody lift up your voice. Hallelujah, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands and let's worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, we'd like to dismiss our Sunday school students to their classes. Amen. One more time, just take a moment, turn around, shake somebody's hand. Hallelujah. Tell them it's good to see you in the house of God. We're going to turn over to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. Ephesians, chapter 6, and verse number 10. The Bible says, Finally, my brethren... Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject. We wrestle. We wrestle. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray all across this house that God would move on us, that God would speak to us. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. We love you, Jesus. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you the glory and the honor, God. Hallelujah. 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 We pray that this would get deep into our hearts here this afternoon, God, that this would encourage and this would spur us forward. Hallelujah, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and give God a shout of praise one more time. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. We wrestle. One of the oldest forms of combat is wrestling. Some would suggest that it dates back to uh, the earliest man. They've seen cave drawings found in France depicting people 
wrestling. Egyptian and Babylonian images are also, they depict wrestlers using some holds that are even uh, practiced and are common today in wrestling matches. Wrestling was one of the most prominent sports in ancient Greece. It was the main sport of the Olympic Games. When the ancient Romans wrestled, they eliminated a lot of the brutality that ancient Greek wrestling had. Uh, in the Middle Ages, wrestling was popular among royal families of England, Japan, and France. English settlers in America brought the sport with them, and since then it has evolved to become uh, both a popular, serious sport, and as many of us growing up, it was also a form of staged entertainment. I remember as a kid watching WWF, and if you don't know what that is, that's all right. Uh, but for those of us in that mode, in that generation, you could not tell us it was false. I knew they were getting chairs slammed over their heads, and there was nothing you could tell me to change my mind about. I still think that that's what they do, and I still think it's right. I'm just kidding. But, but regardless of that, it was what spurred a lot, of, a lot of us. It encouraged me to join wrestling as a young kid and to get involved in grappling and jujitsu and different forms of, uh, of, of this. I thought eventually they'd let me start swinging chairs at people and bats, but... I never got to that level, uh, at least not in the ring. Um, but regardless of that, uh, it, it, it is something that a lot of people have looked at and have uh, found interest in. But the main question is, why, why has wrestling become something that has endured time? It is transposed across many different cultures and in generations. Ultimately, the concept of wrestling is very much in line with our most basic human need, and that is the need of survival. There is something that, that even in animals, there are animals and primates that will wrestle, and they will fight. Bears, they will, they will wrestle as best as they can, amen, to try and win in battle. Some will gain the advantage to procreate. Others will just simply be defending their territory and their turf. There's something about wrestling that begins and continues and propagates our existence, amen, and our survival. But why is this so important? In 2013, the LAPD did a study, and they found that over 90% of fights end on the ground. And when they get up and about, you can box, and you can kick, and you can do whatever you want. But all of that becomes null and void when you hit the ground. No longer do you have the range of motion with your hands or with your feet. You are now grappling and you are grasping and you are fighting for your life. Amen. And, 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 and this is something that has caused it to continue as an art that has to be perpetuated. So you better expect how excited I got when I got saved and I started reading the Bible and I found out that there was wrestling in the Bible. I got so excited. I thought, man, this thing has transcended time, and now it's even transcending into the Scriptures, and it's gone into the Bible. And I'm looking, and I'm finding for myself that there were wrestlers in the Bible. Uh, the Bible would let us know that there came a day when Cain arose against his brother, and he killed him. This battle 
it might have started up on their feet, but somewhere along the lines, uh, this battle made its way to the ground, and there was an overpowering from the older brother onto the younger brother until finally Cain killed his brother Abel. I want to tell you that there's something that we can glean from this, that there is a battle that might start where they're both on their feet, but it will make its way to the ground, and they will wrestle it out. And what you're seeing there is a typology between the flesh and the spirit. Your first birth and your second birth. You're seeing a battle between, amen, our human nature and the nature in which God has put deep down on the inside of us. But can I tell somebody, it's a match, it's a fight, and it's a wrestle, but it's not a wrestle, amen, that you can avoid or you can just tap out. It is a wrestling match to the death. And either your flesh is going to win or the spirit is going to win. Either you're going to end up, amen, with your spirit rising up and winning this fight or your flesh will overcome you. Somebody lift up your hands and magnify him. It is there that Abel loses. How do we find this? We find that it is the younger brother. It is the weaker brother. This is a typology you will find all the way through the Bible. It is the first birth that has got the strength, it's got the power until you make it to the second birth. Amen. And Jesus Christ gives us power. Amen. That, that when we get that Holy Ghost, when we get the Spirit of God on the inside of us, what we were not able to overcome, now we have the ability to overcome. And the brother, the older brother, wins in the wrestling match. And he slays his brother. But Paul is writing, and he is drawing back on Cain and Abel. He's drawing back on some other scriptures. He's drawing back on the idea of Rachel and Leah. She says, for with great wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. We understand that that was not physical wrestling. But she was wrestling, amen, to get an advantage in life over her sister, there was that concept she knew this is a grappling, this is a fight, this is a wrestle, and I've got to continue until I win. And she finally said, I have prevailed against my sister. And Paul is reaching back all those years and all of his understanding of Greek history and Roman history and even his biblical history. And he's telling, amen, this generation and this church, amen, that we are not there in the world to wrestle against flesh and blood. We are not in a match against our brother or against our sister. Amen. This is not a wrestling match. Amen. To see who can conquer one another. Can I preach to the church for just a moment? We don't wrestle against one another. Hallelujah. I want you to know that there is no struggle between you and me. There is no wrestling match between the person on the pew across the aisle from you. There is not to be any fighting or any wrestling. That is not the battle that we have. It is not a battle between you and your siblings. It is not a battle between your family. It is not a battle between you keeping up with the Joneses. There's people that live their whole lives in that light. They live wrestling, trying to get ahead of everybody else in the world. 
but we do not we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Amen. We've got to realize that our battle, amen, our wrestling match is not against mankind. Uh, it, it, I've seen this happen, and people get it in their mind that that I've got to I've got to somehow overcome and overtake, uh, amen, this other individual in life. Uh, amen. One person does better, and all of a sudden they everybody else starts looking at that individual like they are the enemy. Uh, I want you to know that 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 other people's success does not equal your failure. Amen. And their failure does not equal your success. This is not a wrestling match between you and your brother. This is not a wrestling match between you and your boss. This is not a wrestling match between you, amen, and, 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 and coming up another notch in life above somebody else. I want to tell you that this wrestling match, it goes into the spiritual. This wrestling match that we've gotten involved in, this grappling that we're involved in, it goes down into the spiritual battle. It goes from the flesh and blood. It goes from the Cain and Abel. It goes from the Rachel and Leah. It goes from the Jacob and Esau and it begins to move into a spiritual realm where we start wrestling against principalities and powers hallelujah somebody clap your hands we understand this concept when Jesus Christ shows up on the scene in the wilderness and there Jesus is being tempted of the devil little did he know but he was just thrust into a wrestling match He's got a decision to make. He's been starving for 40 days and 40 nights. He's hungry. And the devil comes by and says, if you really are who you say you are, turn these stones into bread. He's trying to get him to take, amen, what he's trying to do in the spirit and come down to the carnal life and come down to the physical. But Jesus looked right back at him, and he didn't have a response to the natural. But Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of of God. Can I tell you what Jesus was doing? Jesus was wrestling. Jesus was wrestling with his own desires. Jesus was wrestling with his flesh. Jesus was wrestling with temptation. But Jesus got the advantage when he pulled out the word of God. Jesus got the advantage when he reached out and he tagged a hold of something, amen, that was stronger in the weakness of his flesh. He reached out and tag teamed into something that had more power. Oh, somebody shout and lift up your hands. Come on, let's worship him for just a moment. Hallelujah, there's some people you need to reach out to something greater than you. You've got to reach out to something stronger than you. Hallelujah, Jesus is now wrestling. It's no longer a physical match. It's a spiritual match. He's now being tempted to go ahead and, and, and I'll give you all of these kingdoms of the earth. Just bow down worship me cast yourself off of the temple all of these are tempting Jesus at the very base of humanity amen the 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 the, the, the can't think of the verse right now <laughs> my brain just lost it amen that the pride of life amen the the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life hallelujah and all that is in the world amen there he's being tempted on each one of these levels he's being tempted amen with possessions he's being tempted with position amen and he's being tempted at his very purpose there are things that are being amen wrestled over right here he's trying to find out for certain who am i amen what is my purpose what is 
my position? Amen. What am I supposed to do on this earth? And the devil's trying to throw counterfeits, and he's got to avoid them. He's throwing a swing here. He's throwing a, a swing there. He's got to dodge this and dodge that, and then he's got to counteract it. He's wrestling. The most famous wrestling in the Bible goes all the way back to when Jacob was running from Laban. And there he is. He understands, I can't go back to Laban. And he's on his way trying to get back to the house of God. Can I preach to somebody that when you are trying to get back in right relationship with God, there's going to be a wrestling match. There's going to be some things that are going to approach you. Amen. There's going to be some things that are going to come your direction. There's going to be some things that are going you're going to encounter. Amen. I want to tell you that you can't avoid a wrestling match when you're trying to come to church. You can't avoid a spiritual battle. Hallelujah. You may not have understood it, but it took some people hard work to make their way to church here today. It took some folks a little more struggle to get to the house of God than it did other people. But I want to tell you, you're in a wrestling match. And it's the will of God. He's on his way trying to make it to Bethel, trying to make it to the house of God. And the Bible says, here comes Esau, his brother. But you got to go all the way back in their history, this Jacob was in the womb with his twin brother Esau. Again, you see the older and the younger, the flesh and the spirit. There is a battle that is happening here even in the womb. Amen. One comes out first, that's the first birth. And the other one comes out, that's the second birth. Amen. And there's been a fight since they were in the womb. And as Esau comes out born first, the Bible says Jacob was latched on. He had a grip. Can I tell you about wrestling? you got to have a good grip if you're going to be a wrestler you got to have the right kind of holds if you're going to be a wrestler because you got to be willing and be able to take down your opponent. And Jacob came out of the womb doing his very best. Amen. It was, it was hardly, amen, going to affect anything. But he was trying his hardest, amen, to wrestle with his brother. But he didn't understand this battle is not between flesh and blood. And you watch their life. Esau goes off and marries two, two different people, amen, that his parents despise. And they start watching as their son Esau, amen, follows the way of the world and follows the way of the flesh. And here's Jacob, amen, in his own way, he's trying to wrestle. Do I follow my brother Esau or do I do my own thing? And Jacob ends up, amen, stealing his brother's birthright, amen, and conniving his brother out, amen, of the blessing and the birthright. Amen, it was a wrestling match. It may not have been in the physical anymore, but now he's trying to get ahead of his brother. Now he's trying to be better than his brother. He's trying to come up another notch. Amen, he's trying to be sneaky and crafty, amen, to try to tap his brother out in life. Amen, and now here he is years later. And he's trying to run back to Bethel, trying to get back to the house of God. And here comes Esau. I want you to notice how quickly his, his human nature could have came out. Immediately he thought to himself, I, I could probably go and I could face Esau. But I know Esau's always been stronger than me. I mean, you, you have to understand that there are things even that we, we could try to struggle with, but they are stronger than us. You can't conquer your flesh by yourself. That's never been the will of God. No person in this building has the ability, amen, to win certain battles by themselves. You can't defeat the devil all by yourself. 
Man, and Jacob could have used his intellect and said, well, I'm going to wrestle, but he understood. He was smart enough to know my brother's got soldiers and my brother's stronger than me. Uh, my brother came out first, and he's always been on top, and I've always, I've never came out on top. I always lose to my brother. I try as hard as I can, but I keep on losing. I'm just not as good of a wrestler as him. And the Bible says he ends up alone, and out of nowhere, he gets jumped. Some of you from the hood understand about that. He gets jumped. See, I always thought it was that, that Jacob went and sought the face of God and was praying. And he started a wrestling match with God, but that's not the case. The Bible says they're wrestling with him, a man. There was a God. I want to tell you about God for a moment. God's a wrestler. They're wrestling with him, a man, an angel of the Lord, until the breaking of the day. And what was happening, Jacob was trying to hide from his battle. Jacob didn't want to face his battle. He didn't want to face the struggle. And there's people here today that are in the same position. You know you're not strong enough. You know you don't have the ability. And you'd rather just hide and separate yourself from everybody and just hide. Amen. And all of a sudden you get jumped by God. Anybody ever been there? I'll tell you why God does it. Because God doesn't want you to, amen, hide in fear. God doesn't want you to sit there and be isolated. God wants to give you the power to overcome. God wants to give you the confidence to overcome. Oh, somebody shout and give God praise. Here's Jacob. He's just trying to mind his own business, trying to hide. He's trying to contemplate, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And he gets jumped. And he does not understand who this is. He keeps asking him, who are you? Why are you wrestling me? What's going on? Why, what, what is going on? What, is this Esau? He's trying to figure out, did my brother find me? Did my past find me? Did my mistakes find me? And, and he keeps wrestling. Amen. And what he doesn't know is that this wrestling match is not between flesh and blood. It's a wrestling match where God got involved. It's a wrestling match where God is coming to help him. Amen. He thinks he's can I tell somebody God came to help you. Amen. And you don't have to fight him. There's something you don't have to fight or wrestle. You don't got to fight God and wrestle God. Amen. If he tackled you, he's trying to get your nature bowed down. He's trying to get your flesh bowed down because he wants to empower you. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray for just a moment. You don't got to wrestle God. You don't got to fight with God. Amen. If he wants to tackle you, that's because he's trying to get some things out of you. You just got to let him win. You got to say, Lord, I give up. I surrender all. You can win. You can have it. Oh, somebody pray for just a moment. And there's Jacob. He's wrestling. He doesn't know who he's being attacked by, but he's wrestling. And the Bible says that he would not let go. There's one thing Jacob had right. Amen. That from his very birth, he just he just had a problem letting go. He wouldn't let go. He was like, if I wouldn't let go of my brother trying to be the firstborn, you think I'm going to let go? I don't know who this is fighting me, but I'm not letting go of God either. Amen. I'm going to hold on to God. He had his grip, and he never let his grip go of God. And God finally said, let me go. The day is breaking. Amen. He was, he was trying to get Jacob off now. It started where God started wrestling him, and now he's wrestling God. And there's this change of position. And finally, God is saying, okay, let go now. And Jacob says, I won't let go because I finally understood who you are. And I won't let go until you bless me. I won't let go until you change me. 
As soon as you figure out, amen, that this whole time you've been running from God and God finally tackles you down and gets you down, amen, to understand that it's him that's been fighting you. It's him that's been wrestling you. I want to tell somebody, don't let go of God as soon as you figure out it was God that was chasing me the whole time. Come on, every time you went to the club, every time you went to the bar, every time you would mess around and God would come by and tackle you and you thought it was something else, I want to tell you it was a hand of God. It was God wrestling you down and now that you got him, don't let go. Now that you got a hold, keep your grip, honey. Keep your grip. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and magnify him. Come on, lift up your voice and let's pray for just a moment. Now that you got a hold of him, don't let go. Now that you realize who's wrestling you, don't let go of him. Amen. It's God that's been chasing you down. It's God. You've got to hold on. But Jacob says, I won't let go till you bless me. God puts his thigh out of joint, finally blesses him. His blessing was, I'm going to change your name. What's your name? He says, I'm Jacob. The heel grabber, the liar, the supplanter. Jacob, the wrestler. That's really what his name means. I'm the wrestler. And God goes, I knew the only way to get to you is to tackle you and to wrestle you down. And to let you understand there was somebody stronger than you that was watching over your life the whole time. Amen. There's people here that the reason you are still standing in life, amen, is because your whole life you've been fighting, you've been wrestling, you've been moving on and moving forward. You've been doing your best. But I want you to know there is a God in heaven that is stronger than you. There is a God in heaven, amen, that is much stronger than you. And so Jacob, amen, ends, and he ends up going from that to being a prince that has power with God. God's a wrestler. And so subsequently, we have to understand that we are created in the image of God. We all wrestle. But Paul is saying, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This isn't a battle. Jacob had to finally realize, I'm not fighting Esau right now. I think somewhere in that altercation, he understood, I'm not wrestling with Esau. I, I'm, I'm, wrestling with, I'm wrestling with God. I'm wrestling with my destiny. I'm wrestling with my purpose. I'm wrestling, I'm wrestling with a lot of other things, but I'm not wrestling with my brother. There's something else that is spiritual that is happening in this moment. And he understood that what I need right now in this moment, amen, in this wrestling match, I'm wrestling for a blessing. I am fighting to be blessed. I am fighting to be changed. And Jacob got something in his spirit that said, I will not let go I will not stop wrestling until I get the blessing that God has for me. I want to preach to somebody for a moment. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but there is something in the spirit realm that is happening. You can't see it. We can't always perceive it. It doesn't always make sense. You just think that your life's been bad for a while and things haven't gone your way. I want to tell you, you're in a wrestling match. It ain't against your brother, and you don't got to wrestle with God. I want to tell you where your fight is, where this church's fight is. We are wrestling against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness. Somebody praise God. I want to preach to somebody for a moment that you walked into church today and thought you just showed up, but you didn't just show up here today. You came and entered into a wrestling match. 
You entered into the arena, and this arena is a match where it is not you versus me, me versus you, or you versus your sibling. It is a wrestling match, not even between you and God. But today, in this service, there is a wrestling match, and it is between you and your adversary. It is between us and our adversary. Somebody clap your hands and stand all across the building. Somebody lift up your voice and let's pray. I didn't come to preach a revelatory message or for a long time, but I came with a reminder that we do wrestle. We do wrestle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. I want to tell somebody here that we are in wrestling with the rulers of darkness of this world. We are wrestling against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we're wrestling with. There are people that you have been fighting all week long and don't know why. But God sent me in this house to help you out. I want to tell you who you're wrestling with. No, he's not the cartoon version with a pitchfork and horns and a nice red tail. But you are wrestling with the devil. And there is a whole world that will not, amen, and cannot, amen, comprehend that fact. They think that the world's only getting worse just because that's just how life is. I want to tell you, there's a devil that is wrestling with the world. And he's wrestling. Amen. There's something. The, the whole point of wrestling is you've got to get somebody to submit. Mm, hallelujah. The whole purpose of wrestling is you've got to get somebody to tap out, choke them out, whatever you've got to do to get them to submit to your will. You've got to pin them down, get them on their back. That's what the devil's doing to people right now. You walked in this house thinking you just showed up to church. I want to tell you, 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 you are in a wrestling match. Amen. And that, that old filthy devil, he's got you pinned down. Amen. He's got you on your back. And you're trying to struggle and you're trying to roll your way out of it. But what is he trying to do? He's trying to get you to submit to his will. He's trying to get you to submit to his ways. He's trying to get you to submit to his thought process. I came to preach to somebody. He wants you to be entertained by what he wants you to be entertained by. He wants you to look at what, you, what he wants you to look at. Listen to what he wants you to listen to. There's a lot of things happening. What's he trying to do? He's trying to get you to submit yourself. He's trying to tap you out, choke you out. But can I tell you, we don't roll like that. As the people of God, we don't quit. Can I help somebody? I came to encourage you. Your back might be on the mat, but honey, don't give up. Don't quit. You might feel like you're losing the last bit of oxygen, but with that last bit of oxygen, let everything that has breath, my Bible says, praise ye the Lord. You got to do something with the strength you got. Oh, I wish somebody would praise him for just a moment. I wish somebody would enter the ring and enter the match and start wrestling back and start fighting back and start saying, devil, you will not win. The devil wants the people of God to submit to his will, his ways, his word. But I want to tell you what the people of God will not do. We will not submit to his wills, his way, and his word. 
We will not be choked out. We will not be tapped out. We will not be pinned and we will not be backed down. I want to tell you, we will only submit to the word of God. We will only submit to the will of God. And we will only submit to the ways of God. Oh, I wish somebody would shout. Somebody clap your hands. Every time the child of God comes to church, there is a declaration that says, I might be down on the mat right now. And I might be in a, I might feel like I'm losing. But every time you show up to church, you're just raising. You know, when you're wrestling, they just got to put both shoulders down. And, and all the child of God has to do when they come to when they just come to church is they're just lifting a shoulder off the mat. And every time they hit prayer meeting, they're just lifting a shoulder off the mat until finally they're wrestling back and forth until they can get an advantage over their enemy. I want to tell you, you might be down and out right now, but there will come a day. You better believe it, child of God, where God will give you strength and you won't be on bottom, but you'll be on top. You won't be the tail. You'll be the ahead you won't be behind you'll be ahead you won't always be broke you'll eventually be blessed you won't always be sick eventually you'll be well can I preach to somebody when you get in that position you better keep on wrestling you better keep on fighting oh somebody praise him I want to open up this altar Every time you come to the altar, you're simply making a declaration. I will not tap out. I will not quit. We wrestle. We wrestle. We wrestle. We struggle. We fight. But we do not quit. Somebody lift up your hands and magnify him. Somebody enter the arena right now. God, we wrestle. We are wrestling. We are wrestling against what's going on in our society. We are wrestling the demonic forces that are playing around with our world. We are wrestling against the rulers of darkness of this world. We are wrestling. Somebody lift up your hands. There's some folks that tried to quit, tried to give up, but I've come to encourage you, don't give up, don't give in, don't tap out, you keep on praying. Somebody enter the ring. Somebody enter the ring. When you're praying at this altar, you are making it up in your mind. I wrestle. I wrestle. I wrestle. The enemy is cunning and his strategy sore. On this you can depend. It when we glorify God, He wants us to glorify Him.
what I was wanting to say because this will help somebody get a, a little bit of a better worship going in their spirit you see we wrestle not against flesh and blood we understand that we're not in a wrestling match with God but we are wrestling against principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness of this age but let me tell you who else was wrestling against that He's the one we worship. His name is Jesus. And when Jesus showed up, he understood I'm not in this to lose. Because I got a world to win. I got a world to save. I want you to get, the, can I put it this way, the WWF moment. Jesus is led away to Calvary. He's led away. He's on He's being dragging a, a wooden cross on his back. And the devil's going, I got you. And they drive the nails through the hands and through the feet, put a crown of thorns on his head. They put him up on that cross, and he begins to bleed to death. And they say, if you really are who you say you are, come down, saying, I got you. It's over. You might as well tap out now. Jesus gives up the ghost. And he says, it is finished. And the devil goes, I got him. Hold on. That word is the same Greek word they use at the end of a tournament to declare. He wasn't saying it's over and I'm done for and you win. Quite the opposite. It was when one cried out as a champion and said, I win! It's over! That's why the Bible says, had they only known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. They thought it was over. We pinned him. The wrestling match is done. But Jesus, with his final breath, said, I win. I'm victorious. I'm the champion. Now let me help the church. The Bible says we are buried with him in baptism. You want to know why baptism is so important? In connection to the victory Jesus won on the cross. Wherein we are risen through the faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. You got to be baptized and you got to get the Holy Ghost. But the Bible says this that Jesus blotted out the handwriting of ordinances which were against us. All the times the devil thought he had us pinned down. Amen. Every time there was a point against us. Amen. God said, never mind. We're going to discount that. I'm going to erase that. There's no points against him. They've not done anything wrong. My blood covers it. You didn't tap them out. You didn't pin them down. The Bible says he nailed all your failures to his cross. This is what I love. 
and having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it can I help you what the it is? Every time the devil wrestled you down and your flesh wrestled you down and you made a mistake and you messed up and the devil said, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. My Bible says that Jesus, he jumped in the ring. Anybody ever heard of a tag team match where he... He jumped in and he started wrestling in your stead, wrestling on your behalf. And he said, don't worry about that mistake. Don't worry about that failure. Don't worry about that sin. I got rid of it. I got rid of it. Oh, and by the way, devil, every time you thought you are going to take this good man out, I want you to know that the blood of my cross took care of him, that I'm victorious. I want to tell you, you have a reason to worship. God already spoiled prince of powers and principalities and powers when you wrestle your enemy has already been defeated the devil is defeated the devil somebody shout you're wrestling somebody who already lost the devil is defeated you want to shout the devil is defeated you're wrestling somebody who's already Defeated. The devil is defeated. 